0: yes people how are we doing so leon jake pierce here physique collective coach i'm here with nicholas weir nicholas weir is a client of mine that has recently done a couple of shows this season very very close to taking a pro card in classic physique you know we had a successful couple of outings here and we're basically going to give you a little wrap up and a talk about what we did with both of these shows how we run things what we would do differently and just give you an insight what it's like so nick if you want to give people a little bit of an introduction about yourself what you do whatnot
1: yeah yeah sure um so yeah my name's nick i, I live in australia uh, i've been working with for a little bit now and uh yeah i i'm a coach myself uh, and yeah just work uh, online full-time and uh i started competing in bodybuilding uh early 2022 uh, prior to that i i was like lifting recreationally and i did a few uh powerlifting meets here and there but i was never super passionate about it always wanted to do bodybuilding but i was too concerned with the thoughts of others so i never really took that plunge and uh yeah last year i finally took that plunge loved it i uh, can't imagine ever going back to powerlifting and i i just regret not starting bodybuilding sooner to be honest but uh yeah um uh, in a nutshell studying biomed at uni um and just i love lifting love bodybuilding and yeah, goal obviously is to take bodybuilding as far as I can take it. Uh, hopefully, get to the Olympia stage and be the the most competitive uh athlete I can. Lovely yeah.
0: stuff, lovely stuff. so what we love to hear. We love to hear people who just love yeah. building, you know, and just really crack at it. <laughs> that's what we love to yeah see. So,
1: what is it? It's... Go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, well, that's it. Like, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you've got to like think love the process a lot of people get to i suppose goal oriented and they're like oh i i mean especially younger guys these days are like oh i want to be a pro it's like my goal is to be a pro this year or next year it's like you do understand that it takes some people five or seven years to go pro uh and it's not just kind of a thing sometimes you're lucky and you get it but i mean you can't be doing it for that end result you've got to be doing it for the actual process enjoy the uh, i mean this the suffering is they like to say
0: Yeah, without a doubt, man, I completely agree. There's, like, so many people that have been training for, you know, a couple of months and they're like, Road to the Olympia, Road to Pro. You know, it's like, fuck, (laughs) you just got to be on
1: Every vlog series is titled Road to Pro. It's like, yeah, man, okay, (laughs) this is Groundhog Day. It's like the last vlog series.
0: Literally, literally. It's good to have big dreams. You need to set big goals and big dreams, but you need to do a bit Mm -hmm. of work prior to that to get yourself in a position where you think, right, I'm actually – got a physique here where i'm shooting for a pro card you know there's many people that think they have but yeah. in today's you know era of bodybuilding there is some crazy talent some crazy crazy yeah. nothing's ever solidified you think right yeah everyone tells you yeah you've got a pro pro physique yeah that pro card's yours that wins yours bro you've already won they, you don't know who's going
1: to turn up mind. though you never know who's going to turn up for the yeah. show like yeah have some some genetic freak just rock up out of nowhere and it's like well he's just stolen that opportunity yeah. yeah
0: yeah it's the way it crumbles man it's a very vindictive sport and it's um it's about how you take these um these losses as well you know or any not by yeah. a placing it's about how you carry yourself moving forward from there as well
1: 100
0: so. percent. bodybuilding teaches you many things many many things so let's stay let's start on that first prep that you did you know for the first show which was the states correct Um, yeah yeah how did your prep go because you only came to me for the latter end of that prep didn't you so give us a little rundown on how you kind of started that contest prep what you kind of did Mm -hmm. lead forward to there until you came to myself
1: yeah so yeah basically uh peak off season about eight nine weeks out from states um i basically I, i was I wasn't, when I said peak off season, I was kind of like main gaining because I was convinced or I was under the impression after my first show last year that I I had too much muscle. I had no room to grow like because I, I basically, I weighed in at 103.5 at my first show. And um, my actual real weight cap is 99.8 kilo, but I had to stretch so I could make the next weight cap at that point in time. But the truth, truth is I was just too fat. I just had more body fat to lose in my first show, uh, back last year. And, but I, I used that as the premise of like, okay, well from that show until whenever I competed next, which ended up obviously being season eight, uh, States recently, uh, I, I thought I had no room to grow. So I just focused on keeping my calories conservative, but it was around 3,800, 4,000 calories a day. I was just like coasting around like 108, 109 kilo, um, and then I basically just uh, said, you know what, eight, eight weeks, nine weeks out, uh, people were saying to me, man, you're looking pretty lean. Like, are you, you going to prep for season Like, And I, I found out that Nationals was in my state this year. Uh, usually it's in a, a southern state of my country. And so it's like, well, if I don't have to pay for accommodation and travel, man, I, I should do this show. Like, this is it's never going to be this cheap again. So I, d- I, I did it. I started prepping. I uh, just went super aggressive. Uh, because I've been following you for a long time before, I obviously reached out to you, and um I remember seeing your rapid fat loss protocol that you did for your bodybuilding show, and that kind of inspired me. Kind of like I, I suppose planted a seed. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to do a bit of a, a rapid fat loss and just get ready for this show, like, and not tell anybody about it. So I, I secretively or like in, in secrecy, I started prepping about eight to nine weeks out, massive deficit straight out of the bat. I think I did like a 35% deficit straight out the bat and just maintained that i was dropping consistently probably a kilo and a half per week which was good like good time yeah 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 and and i think it got to about like it was for five weeks out i think because i reached out and like it was a bit of a like a, a buffer period before we obviously started working together it was like five weeks out i, I reached out to him and said hey mate um i'm secretly prepping for this show uh like would uh, i be able to inquire about coaching i've been following you for a while I like, I really like what you do and i i i like the process and the approach that you take and I think we'd work well together and, and um you're willing to obviously take me on board at the tail end of the prep which i mean it is pretty ballsy because like it's it's hard to do if you don't have any prior data on a on an athlete it's very difficult to obviously make the the calls and the adjustments that are going to yield the the desired outcome and and so i, I had a a lot of um respect for you for, for taking me on that that soon out from the show and yeah you basically obviously you took the reins um made a few minor adjustments to nutrition uh and, and cardio from there and obviously the the pd load and um then it just expedited the, the the rate of progress even more um and we we got to the point where we were like really digging there for a while and and i hit an all-time low body weight i think we got below 90 kilos <laughs> i haven't been below 90 kilos since uh since like close to the the tail end of high school start of uni so um that that was that that was exciting and also stressful at the same time (laughs) but yeah we we obviously we we i I came to you and i said to you like it's it's at the end of the day i have nobody to to blame and point the finger out other than myself i said to you i want to be the most conditioned person on stage and i want to have dugout glutes like despite the cost or despite whatever that might um entail and you you're, you obviously delivered, like we we got me to, to be the leanest competitor on the stage, like out of classic, at the shows I did, I don't think we could really deny the fact that I was the leanest on stage, but I was just so lean that I was that flat and depleted that despite what we did, we obviously couldn't carve me up sufficiently. So, yeah, yeah um, that's, I suppose that's the uh the state show in a nutshell but still still placed decently but there was obviously room for improvement we didn't bring the best nick that we could bring to the to the stage so we obviously had room to improve things between then and and the grand prix
0: yeah i mean that was like the whole initial thought process process behind it was getting you you know below that cap with enough clearance where we could fill you up nicely you know yeah Um, yeah it's got so fucking lean you know, in that last, I think it must have been like the last week or two leading into that peak week. It was like like two and a go half good. a day. Yeah, we were literally dropping yeah. like it. Yeah, it's a fuck like, but like I say, we were so focused on shooting you to get as healed as fucking possible. I think it's yeah. then, like, like you say, having the data from from clients previously is understanding what looks best on them. Like with some people coming in diced mm. to the bone you know, looks great for them on stage. But then for some people, you know, coming in at a good level of show condition, but then focusing more on the fullness game, which is probably mm. the best way to go with you as we know now know moving forward, you know, mm. it's kind of picking between the two. So you sacrifice some fullness to then show some gnarly condition or you sacrifice a little bit of condition to show some gnarly fullness, you know, yeah. for the, the balance of the in-between, you know, hundred percent pick someone for an example that always seems to nail this is i would say sean clarida if you ever see sean clarida on stage like he seems to have the perfect balance of conditioning and fullness which is just crazy um yeah but yeah like i say we we got you so fucking lean leading into that first show carved you up i think what did we go with was it
1: it was like two two and a half thousand carbs over two days but like I, i had dropped a kilo after the yeah. carb load, right? like <laughs>
0: crazy. So, still not like a small amount of carbs, there. there's still a lot of carbs there. That's most people's, you know, that's over most people's load for a show. Um, yeah, didn't touch the sides really, did it? You know, uh, yeah, still, still took second out of what a class of 12, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I still think you should have took first at that one, but again, just a different set mm. of, levels, I think. Um, mm. and then, like I say, we use that data to then now know right by you talking to some guys you know that was involved in the federation did you say um mm. just come in a bit fuller you know you need to be fuller and we thought fuck yeah. it, what we initially did there because we knew that you was so fucking lean and so far beneath that cap we had the kind of clearance then to go right let's start to push these calories up straight away you know you got what was it a couple of weeks three weeks two three weeks we've got enough time yeah to- to slowly start to push the calories up to achieve a nice baseline and just slowly tick that scale weight up along the way getting into that peak week. But then you just held condition lovely. And I think you almost got mm. like, you almost just got leaner as you filled out and up into that first peak. Yeah. The, the, it
1: was it was weird, yeah. Like the glutes were still dug in, but I was like, cool. what, five, six kilo heavier.
0: I'm gonna um I'm gonna share the screen and go over to Instagram and just show what you looked like, you know, prior to the mm. The states and then prior to the nationals, let's have a look. Yeah, it. no. it's my profile. Here we
1: go. My can't go farther from <laughs> <laughs>
0: here we go so this was yeah after the first three days of fat loading here prior to loading carbs this was you at pretty much you know your lightest body weight in in the last seven.
1: where where is it I, I can see your whatsapp but i can't see the photo oh, like see you've, yeah i think you screen shared the wrong um the wrong win, or the wrong app or window or program yeah right, i okay. can see your whatsapp yeah bear with me yeah I, i've done that before it's Oh, annoying.
0: oh there we go I'm fucking useless with this shit there we go <laughs> there we go yeah an <laughs> yeah. old man um, yeah like see this is like I say after the first three days flat. of that for that first show and yeah at your leanest um, and flattest and smallest we would say you know like I said yeah super super flat like even with like, yeah. that two and a half you know gram of fucking carbs it still just didn't 2500 gram of carbs it still didn't um just touch the sides really um yeah still delivered a look i think for a look for a different set of judges maybe they might have favored that and just respected because you always have to respect condition right when you're the most conditioned guy on the stage that will automatically gets respect because you know what that individual's done to get to that level of conditioning you know so there's yeah you, you have, have to, to
1: suffer practice. yeah
0: there's something yeah. for that, as opposed to you know turning up fat on stage and just saying and it just shows a lot about someone. If they turn up and they're fat on stage, it shows that they just did not want to put in the effort. You know, no, they're
1: just they they just didn't peak right, bro. They just didn't peak right.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that magical that magical. Yeah. When you're like 80 body fat leading into peak week, the peak week's just going to remove, you know, 20. Yeah. But, you know, you to look there. And then leading to yeah. two... boom. So we show the result for this show here. Anything you put yeah. it, it's the three quarter double, didn't you? But you can already see from the yeah, fucking like, yeah, rock, like, yeah.
1: just more size, fuller. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like we came in what seven kilo up from the first show, and that was in a two week time frame, pretty much maintaining conditioning. Um, but and obviously we we tried to deliberately spill over a little bit. Um to deliberately spill over a little bit for that second show so it could obviously just dry out in that last day because the way it worked out for that second show which is very peculiar usually doesn't happen that way because they obviously had all the officials at the women's show the day before the men's show and we couldn't do a 24-hour weighing we had to do a 48-hour or like 36 hour, and so we had extra time up our sleeves to basically all right we can safely spill over on weighing day as long as i can make weight like we don't have to worry about being watery on like the the check-in day because we've got over 24 hours to to basically dry things out and come in dialed in
0: and we also had you know two different peaking methods as well like we ran mm. peaking method at the first show which was you know a cut off in fluid you know a cut out in sodium at a certain point using yeah c vitamin b to drive diuresis naturally you know and for yourself mm. Yeah, it dried you out. Don't get me wrong, but as not as much as we would wanted it to. Um, without, yeah. Um, and ultimately, it gave you with more fatigue than anything else because you was already fatigued at that point. And I think just manipulating fluid just probably had you feeling even fucking worse. Um, yeah. Like I say, we just took that data, and then tried a different method leading into the second peak. You know, and that paid off. Mm. I mean, hundred percent. We didn't pull fluid. We just re- reduced fluid. We also had, you know, Aldactone at our hand that we used at a very low dosage just to drive a little bit mm. Um, You know, kept food in all throughout show day, you know, and just still continued to carb up. And you ultimately looked so much fresher. And I think that was the kind of biggest shift was a fresher, fuller nick, you know, mm. all small things down to holding off Uh, on terms of expenditure. You know, we just really pulled down expenditure leading into that second show. You was pretty much doing was it like 30 minutes, 25 minutes, something like that? A lot less leading
1: into that. Yeah, it was like uh, like half to like one-third the cardio. And yeah, like my steps were lower, like food was high. I think the baseline calories, like because we, I think it was leading into the first show, my carbs were as low as 160 before peak week. And then uh, before the second peak week, my carbs only got as low as 400 a day. Um, and that, that made such a difference, I think, just in – being able to kind of like yeah just bring the the physique back to life as you say and and also just um i suppose having a little bit of a a boost in training performance and and that just allowed me to kind of uh i suppose enter that next peak with less stress and less um uh allosteric load
0: yeah without a doubt i love this shot here as well with you both here yeah it was yourself and liam Denman. Shout out to Liam yeah. for uh, giving you a good fucking run there. It was a, he was a good competitor. Um, yeah. Had my eye on him leading it, into the show. And from the updates he was putting out, I thought, fuck, like he looks very fucking good.
1: And then, he does, like, yeah.
0: Like I said, and he, like, he,
1: his posing was immaculate too. Like he posed really well. He had very good stage presence. He was like getting the, the crowd to cheer for him. Like he had a lot of charisma. And I was like, man here's here's him doing this and i'm I'm autistic as fuck and i'm like man i
0: (laughs) now you did a good job on the posing man especially on this second one you definitely dialed it in more um yeah you looked more confident at the second one i think it's because how you looked as well in terms of your your fullness yeah and and how i felt
1: more i felt more like me if that makes sense like the first show i didn't feel like me i felt very uncomfortable on stage i felt this isn't this isn't me um and I think that, yeah, like you said, that, that shift in this, like, psychology of how you feel on stage, that definitely plays a role in how you present yourself.
0: There were some crazy level of guys as well at this show. Like, I remember what... It, was, it was a s-
1: stacked oh, one up, eh? Hey? Yeah. Like, every class, like, class A and B and C. Yeah, like, it was... Yeah.
0: Crazy one, another crazy one. So this dude here was the one that took the pro card on the day. Um, yeah
1: it's got that wasp waist
0: <laughs> yeah it's just that wacky structure man like what can you do with guys like this these are like the yeah the yeah tonight for us classic guys like they just turn up and they have that tiny waist wide shoulders and they pull a vacuum and it's like oh shit fuck's sake Fuck. yeah
1: he's um yeah definitely uh he's he's got a phenomenal physique and like i can't i can't knock it like he he definitely earned the pro card like he he definitely earned it um but but yeah I mean it's a bit of a bummer like I was so close I could taste it and it's the closest I've ever obviously gotten to to getting a pro card I mean my first show uh, just to, just for reference so the people who are listening or watching have a reference point my first show in bodybuilding was a season prior to that or like a year prior to that I should say sorry. um uh so literally only a year ago it was the first time I really competed in bodybuilding I got first call-outs, um, at my show in first timers, I uh, got first callouts in opens, but I placed like sixth in opens. Um, and and first timers I won it, but uh, yeah, I mean I went to nationals then two weeks later. I think I placed like seventh in opens, and uh, and I yeah I got I got nothing at nationals this time. I I came first at nationals, so it was a big improvement, like leaps and bounds ahead of my first uh. Uh, appearance on stage and so I'm I'm definitely happy with the accomplishments but obviously now we've got a little bit of data that we can build off of uh now that we're obviously entering into it well, not an a, a official off season yet we're in that like recovery period where we're kind of just rebounding out of the show and and just focusing on uh well doing some damage control after my fucking sushi binge uh but after after that I'm I'm sure you're going to just gradually start titrating trading calories up on a needs basis and and uh basically yeah, just keep obviously we'll try to keep the physique as tight as possible and and then it'll be game time to just enter into a proper like building phase eventually and um yeah it's, it's exciting like i'm looking forward to it and now that we obviously know like and now that i've gotten the the misconception out of my head that i'm already too big for my my weight cap and that i actually have room to grow uh, it's reassuring because now we know that we can push the envelope a little bit we can like build more size without concern knowing that w- if we really need to, we can dig hard and get me under that weight cap. But we also have the opportunity to obviously be like, okay, well, we'll just get you to grow as uh, as much as possible, yeah. I suppose, and, yeah.
0: The idea is always to put on as much muscle as possible, right, in the right places. And like I say, mm-hmm. if it gets to a point where you're so far north of that cap, then you just bring them lines to open, you know. Very, yeah. uh, very, very it, similar scenario um, to myself, you know, to compare it like I'm going to mm. be- push across this season because i'm pretty much after weighing myself properly and measuring myself for the npc class criteria for my class c i'm pretty much on the top of that so i've got a whole yeah. it so it's kind of do i make the decision right if i make a shit ton of progress across this year am i then gonna yeah. suck myself down lose a fair bit of fucking muscle just to fit into a cap when you could and jeopardize
1: your recovery? health because yeah, like yeah. we can't argue like using diuretics and stuff to make a weight cap like if that's the last resort you have to resort to it's like that's that's not healthy you're, you're going to be healthier just doing super heavies and just yeah
0: without, yeah. without a doubt but that's pretty crazy like from going from your what you said a minute ago from going from your first season how you got on there with the first timers and then the sixth places the seventh places to then come back the year after you know and, and win it and, like. fucking, and literally get second place at the first and then literally win your class. And in my opinion, very, very close in the overall. Like I was watching, I actually thought mm. what, he could fucking take this. He could fucking take this. Mm. Like in the front relaxed. Like you was dwarfing yeah. him in the front relaxed. You know. See, I
1: think I think mandatories, I was I was like in the symmetries, I was better than him, but in the the other poses, he just smoked me. Like
0: it's like the, the abs and fire and things like that. Like, his abs and fire was whack. Yeah. Classic shot. Oh, out. yeah. Um, Insane. And it's just presentation. Like, they even made, like, they even said about his presentation, you know, when they yeah so hard about how he had that kind of, you know, whole presence about him when he was on stage. And there's a lot of, there's a select few guys in classic mm. that have Like, when they walk out, you can kind of feel that, that kind of classic yeah. aura. Um, yeah. It worked in his favor, too. You know, that could have worked in his favor, but. But oh yeah, definitely yeah. for your second season to be scratching mm. on the door for a pro card is fucking good man. Mm. very fucking yeah
1: especially good. an eight eight week nine week prep <laughs> yeah
0: literally. <laughs> literally man it's unreal oh.
1: i so i think yeah honestly with the with a proper off season like of us working together and our next prep like i i don't see why it's definitely not on the cards i think it's definitely well and truly on the cards then like uh, a whole over a whole year of preparation, like leading up to it, like making sure that I'm posing consistently in the off season, not just in prep and and that sort of thing, just really dialing that inside second nature. And then obviously us having like a plethora of data collected throughout the, the like phase of like growing where I'm in a surplus or at maintenance and, and then seeing how my body responds to various like mini cuts that we might do, like in that period, like it's going to be such a, a large body of information that, that, like it's going to make the next prep foolproof, I think.
0: Yeah, without yeah. without a doubt, it is the the time leading up to a prep where you spend, you know, in various different phases. Like you say, collecting that data, it's literally gives you the the blueprint for a prep because you know how someone's body runs like it was like with me working with yourself yeah. all the time. It was like going in blind, <laughs> you know. It's like fuck, we're going to yeah. try this, we're going to try that. It, eventually, it worked on the second show, you know. When we, we yeah. met, like I said, by an inch on the first show, but not a mile so that wasn't yeah. bad, that wasn't a bad run there um oh, i'm 100. super excited to 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 run this this push-up once we get there once we're out of this kind of repair phase uh, damage, yeah. sushi damage control phase um yeah we've been to you know just growing and just getting you a large large human being which is going to be interesting
1: yeah i'm, I'm excited too hey eh? like and i think i mean we kind of touched on it a little bit uh when we were speaking about it the other day, but like I think the overall like game plan that we're rolling forward with is like we're not gonna put a limiter on me. It's like we'll we'll just get me to grow as much as I can grow, obviously while maintaining like my waistline and stuff like that. Um and if I can fit into the the classic cut, so be it. If I can't, well doesn't matter. It's it's IFB's loss at the end of the day. Like I'll just do opens. I'll do super heavies. And, yeah, we'll just bring those those lines to super heavies. I mean, I've always, uh, it, I suppose, been inspired by people like Doreen Yates and uh, and yeah. all those, I suppose, guys that really brought not just the conditioning but that size um, to the stage. And, I mean, if I can bring that kind of size or close to that size eventually but with a, a nice controlled tapered waistline and and decent conditioning, then I'd be really happy with that at the end of the day.
0: And like I said to you as well, that's kind of where bodybuilding is moving back to. Like, I think it had a time period mm. where it was just purely big fucking fridges with arms, you know, big mass muscles oh. that had no kind of lines about yeah. And now it's thankfully moving back to where it was in the golden era, you know, with guys yeah. like Samson, with guys like Andrew Jacks, you know, with all of these dudes with these crazy, crazy structures, small waist, you know, tight midsection, mm. great abs, you know yeah again, even even
1: james james Holland said he's like for a white guy he looks phenomenal like his his james, waist is pretty pulled in when he's selena
0: yeah james is crazy crazy thick man crazy crazy thick such a yeah. literally like an al- albino gorilla that's literally what he looks like it's nuts
1: yeah he does that eh?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah no i mean i agree with you like samson like andrew they're all doing like uh uh, uh like a lot of i suppose good for the for the sport like they're really um bringing bringing back what it means to be a bodybuilder i think it's like yeah it's not just all conditioning or all mass it's finding that like that that equilibrium that perfect balance like you said between all of it it's like conditioning means nothing without an without the right amount of size and then size means nothing if you've got no lines it's like you want you want all of it you want to You want to have your cake and eat it too even though it's not possible like you need to have that 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 goldilocks zone find that goldilocks zone
0: it's what makes it such a difficult sport but an exciting sport at the same time is we we strive perfection you know yeah which is
1: unattainable but we just want to get as close as possible to it yeah
0: Mm. without a doubt without a doubt but yeah other than that i think we've we've covered everything from the first show to the second show um, kind mm. of how we run things a little insight on what we did like I say and like I say what we had done different leading from that first show you know slight, yeah. slight kind of mistakes that we made I don't know if you can call them mistakes but slight little you know mishaps that we did for that first show in order of bringing you into flat to then taking the data but the, the thing to take away from here is to you know take data away ask people you know ask judges for feedback don't just say oh mm. fuck these judges they don't know what they're doing you know you need yeah. to ask them what they want from you from the next outing. And like I say, you can go from second to winning a class. You could go from yeah. fifth, sixth and seventh to then winning a class and an overall, you know, that shit happens. Mm. So, like, a lot of it's how you
1: handle the feedback too, hey? Like, I mean, a lot of people ask for feedback and they'll get constructive criticism and they take it to heart and they get real butt hurt. It's like, well, if you do that and then you start blaming the judges and this this competitor, that competitor, oh, if, this didn't happen I would have, it doesn't matter it clearly didn't happen for a reason what was the feedback take it like like you said take it on board and use it constructively don't don't emotionally attach yourself to what they say look at it uh like in an emotionally detached way and be like okay objectively this is what they're looking for this is what i bought here's the deficit i need to fix that
0: yeah like, I mean, if you can't take criticism in this sport, you're definitely in the wrong sport. Like, we literally spend weeks and weeks and weeks and years and years and so many hours in the gym to stand on a stage in literally nothing and be criticised by a bunch of people. You know, you need to be able to take it on board. And like I said, how you react with that is what determines a champion, in my opinion, how you hold your head, you know, in a win and Mm -hmm. a loss. Um, Yeah. Other than that, other than that, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in if you've tuned in. Um, I'll hope to do some more podcasts as well with Nick. Maybe we can do one, you know, once we get fully settled into a mass and kind of have a rundown on what we're doing things in terms of there as well. If Nick's down for that, that'd be another good one to do.
1: Hundred percent, yeah, definitely down for that.
0: Nick's gonna be about three hundred pounds by then.
1: Yeah, that's it. yeah. Yeah. 300 <laughs> pounds and uh what is it 0.5 percent or 0.33 percent body fat like oh, Ronnie Coleman? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, when he said that on Joe Reagan yeah. I'm like, man, this 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 guy clearly doesn't have a clue. Like he probably doesn't even know what he's taking. Like his no. coach probably just gives him this and says, "Here, take this. It's good for you." Like, Basics okay. <laughs>
0: yes Debo, basic stuff. <laughs> for fuck's sake.
1: Oh gosh.
0: Anyway, guys. Yeah. Like I said, thank you for tuning in. Gonna love you and leave you, but um, we shall catch you on the next one. Peace. Oh, shit.